Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Joey. How's it going? It's going great. Good. So you got a question that's um, a little spooky, a little interesting. We're going to talk about that today. Yeah. Amy wrote to me and said, so I got this invitation to go to this paranormal investigation and uh, I'm not sure whether I should go or not. Is there anything I should know about? And... They say that they went already and the ghosts aren't bad, but, you know, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to ask one question right away off the bat. People send out invitations to paranormal investigations. Is that really a thing? <laughs> I, I I think it's that they that she knew them okay. and they invited her to go along. Not that they were, you know, not that there was like this investigation invitation, you know, right. <laughs> not like the old, uh, you know, Victorian seances. Seances, yeah. <laughs> that was the impression I got. I didn't dig too deep into okay. the question. Okay. But. <laughs> All right. So, what does one consider when one is invited to a paranormal investigation? There's a bunch of things to consider, and and this is one of the things that I mentioned to her. I was like, look. How's your personal shielding? Mm -hmm. That's issue number one. Because if your personal shielding is not in great shape, you should not be going places where ghosts are. Okay. Because, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan of ghosts messing with me. Right. <laughs> you need to be prepared for that. And for two, what type of ghosts are we talking about? There are benign ghosts that are just, you know, they close doors, they slam doors, you know, they do little bits and pieces here and there. But then there are full-blown pol poltergeists. And you do not want to be in a physical space with a full-blown poltergeist. It can hurt you. Right. That is just folly. 
you know, you have to look at what kind of ghost are we dealing with. Okay. Now I used to go to the Captain Daniel Packer Inn. And if you make friends with the waitstaff there, they'll tell you that they have a ghost on the third floor that they think is Captain Daniel Packer. And that if there's somebody that he doesn't like, he'll do things to them. Oh. Generally, he's okay with everybody else. But, you know, they found out that somebody was stealing. Mm-hmm. And they looked because the ghost dropped an entire shelf of liquor on their head. <laughs> oh. And they, they started paying attention and going, wait a minute, why does the ghost not like this person? <laughs> and they found out that they were skimming from the till. That's hysterical. Yeah. So sometimes the ghost is there to help. <laughs> Talk about a pretty fantastic security system. <laughs> I know, right? How do you get around that? <laughs> I had a ghost at my house in Connecticut as well, and and he was generally helpful. Yeah. Um, except when he was shaking my bed and scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> We negotiated that away. Uh, so, you know, it depends on the ghost. Some ghosts are friendly ghosts like Casper, but not looking like Casper. And some ghosts are not so friendly ghosts. And so one of the questions she asked me is, is it is it okay to be, to be trying to talk to ghosts using electronic equipment and stuff? Right. Is that disrespectful? I'm like, eh, the ghost, ghost doesn't really care. Ghost just wants to communicate if they want to communicate and they don't care how they do it. I, I think I told you the story about the ghost that came with the coat. Yeah. And she was just thrilled somebody could hear her, you know, and most of them are. Most of them are just like, you can hear me. You can see me. Oh, 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 let's talk. I'm so lonely. <laughs> right. It's just that's usually what a ghost is 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 about. Right. Uh, and they don't understand why nobody's talking to them. So and imagine if you're already neurotic in this life and then you die and no, you don't understand why nobody's talking exactly. to you. It's really quite bad. <laughs> the people who do paranormal investigations are often going into houses because there's a problem at the house. Right. And it's significant enough that they've called somebody that they're probably uncomfortable calling. Okay. So, you know, somebody's getting bitten, somebody's getting scratched, you know, some there's, there's, nobody can sleep because there's bad juju in the house or, you know, there's noises or slamming doors in the middle of the night and, you know, things that are like freaking people out. Even your bed shaking to most people would have been reason to call someone. You were able to handle that situation when you and your ghost shook your bed. You're able to, right. to handle that situation. But most of us wouldn't be. <laughs> right. Me, I just negotiated. Right. But <laughs> I was like, what? I could kick you out, but I feel bad for you. So, okay, we'll just negotiate. It'll right. be fine. You know? <laughs> exactly. You have to recognize that the reason people have called is because they're freaking out about something. Right. And so it's sufficient for them to be freaked out. Now, there are people who, uh, like I know some paranormal investigators down here, in Richmond who go looking for places to investigate. And so like they'll book a stay in a haunted hotel. Right. So they can practice with their equipment and, and, you know, see what they can find. If it's that sort of thing, then I wouldn't worry about it so much. Okay. But if it's the one where they've been called by people who are panicked because, you know, shit's going south, then, you know, mm, you may want to be a little careful. Right. And it's important to know, who the shit's going south around. Oh, okay. Because sometimes ghosts, like serial killers, have types. If they were killed by somebody who is a man with dark hair, they may go after any man with dark hair. Okay. If they feel like they died as a result of a feud between two families, then they'll go after anybody from that family. 
I see. No matter how far down in the family line it is, that sort of thing. So you have to be aware of that. If a paranormal investigator tells you that there is a child spirit on the premises, I would avoid. Oh. And the reason is that typically with a child spirit, there is a protector adult spirit that has latched onto the child that can often be quite violent. Oh, okay. It's not always true, but it's often true. And so if you don't know how to protect yourself and you don't know how to talk to spirits, then maybe not so much for going to something like that. Okay. Because better safe than sorry, right? Yep. I mean, I lived in a house with a child spirit who used to come down the stairs and she had this beautiful little Victorian dress on and she jumped down the stairs and walked back up and jumped down the stairs and walked back up. And she didn't have a protector spirit because the house was kind of her protector. Right. We were in good form with the house. So the house was fine with us. So it was not a problem. So it's not a problem every time. But typically children in the afterlife that haven't crossed over end up with with other beings who have decided to try to protect them. Okay. We're talking a lot about paranormal investigation from a scientific perspective. Typically, people who are using electronic devices who are probably measuring the house in that way, as opposed to energetic feel or mediums or things like that who are doing some sort of a spiritual or or energetic investigation. Is there a difference in terms of the type of investigation and the danger to those who are present? I don't think so. Okay. Because I mean, you're still dealing with the same people same entities. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of these shows, but you know, the one, and I don't even know the name of it, but there's one show out there that it has a, a medium and a guy who was an investigator for the police. And he does the real world investigation and she gets what she can from the spirits. Okay. And they come together to give their information at the end, mm-hmm. right? They've already recorded what they got. And then they, they come together to talk about it. I've always been like, oh, yeah, I could do what she does. That would be fun. But it, it would be fun for me uh, because I can, if something comes at my face, I can I can deal with it. But it's still only sort of fun because, you know, things can actually, actually come flying at your face. Yeah. You know, and then that's not fun anymore. Exactly. I would be less photogenic, I think, because I'd be like, okay, let me talk to the spirits from the outside before I walk in and see if it's going to like damage me physically. You know, it doesn't make for great TV, (laughs) but makes for safer attitude, (laughs) safer, safer experience. And then she was like, not sure if they were trusting the process or, you know, if they knew everything was there or if they were messing with her or not. Right. So yeah. Uh, I don't know what one in there was the case, but she was like, yeah, I was like, you know, if you don't trust the, the investigators to to know what's going on, then trust your gut. Yeah, exactly. That's probably really not optimal. <laughs> if you're if your gut is going, then you either are identifying something that could be dangerous to you or you're identifying that they're going to fuck with you. Right. And either way, you don't want to be part of it. Okay. So let me sort of change the channel here slightly. Yeah. Related, but unrelated. Okay. So we're talking about investigations, which in this case are people using some skill or tool or something to investigate whether or not there is paranormal activity in or at a place. What about things like seances where they're intended to draw spirits into a room? Is that similar in terms of the the caveat there, if you will? Well, so it's slightly different. Because presumably you're not going to be calling in somebody who's necessarily a poltergeist. Right. But again, 
presumably. Presumably, exactly. <laughs> right. So uh, it, it really comes down to how well do you trust the person running the seance? Okay. Because you need to be creating a, a container. So there needs to be a, a magical container that keeps out anything that you don't want there. Mm -hmm. Then you need to be very conscious about who you're calling in. Yep. And you need somebody who can evict the spirit in the event that they're misbehaving. Yep. And with seances, I mean, the movie Ghost was not terribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just it was pretty much on the money. And, and there's always the risk that if you're an un unconscious channel, if you, don't, if you don't know your channeling abilities and therefore you don't know how to keep things out, there's always the risk that you go to one of those things and something comes in and sits inside of you and talks. Right. Now, you know, a lot of the mediums are making their bodies available for that at those seances. And I'm not a fan of that. I don't think you should ever let a dead person in your body because they knew what it was like to be alive and they might like it too much and then not want to leave. You know, there's always the risk that they could pick you instead of the medium. So does that then go back to the, what you said? How are your how are your personal shields? Is there an element of that there as well? I mean, you could be shielded and still have that if you aren't conscious of your ability to channel and you don't know how to recognize when something's trying to come in and you don't know how to tell it to go away. Right. Okay. So, shield or no shield, that could be a little challenging. So, in that case, it sounds like there's a there is some definite work that you should do before you go to a séance in terms of preparation. I would say so. Yes. Okay. What's the chances of it happening? Yeah, I'd say probably one out of fifty. Yeah. But one out of fifty is pretty pretty high odds in the big scheme of things. I'm not so sure it's a good idea. <laughs> okay. So. Seances are are fine if you trust the the moderator and you've prepared yourself appropriately. Now we've talked about this before, but I'm going to throw it in here because it's fitting here as well. Yep. What about Ouija boards? Oh, Ouija, Ouija boards. <laughs> yeah, Ouija boards are a big old knot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, all of this sort of comes back to one thing. Okay. We keep treating speaking with the spirit world as a novelty. Right. We're like using the shows that we're seeing on TV on paranormal investigation as entertainment. We're going to a seance because it would be cool. Right. Right. We're using a Ouija board because, ooh, who could we talk to? Wouldn't this be fun? Right. right. Which, of course, is, means you're going to talk to the lower astral and a bunch of demons that are going to fuck with you and, you know, ghosts that might be wanting to mess with you. So not so much for the Ouija board. You know, this is the problem. When you treat spiritual stuff with a lack of respect, when you treat it as novelty and entertainment, you're going to get bitten in the ass. Okay. That's really what it comes down to. It's going to bite you in the ass. It's going to come back and get you. And that's because you're not treating it with its proper respect. I, that's why I really liked her question of, you know, is talking to them with the electronics disrespectful? Right. Because she wants to be respectful. Right. And so, you know, she was going, you know, she was considering it out of, a, a you know, as a learning experience, which is a very respectful place to come at it from. The challenge is... It's kind of like, think of it this way, right? We've all seen the video of the guy who thinks it would be fun to crawl into the enclosure with the lion right. and try and pet the lion. Treating these things as novelties is like crawling into the enclosure and trying to pet the lion. <laughs> it's that same thing. Right. They look pretty fun and they look like kitties and they look like they would be Oh, so much fun to cuddle up next to, right. but they will bite your head off. 
and then eat you for fun, right? Because mm. you're not paying attention and treating the wild animal with the proper ex- respect that it's it's due, right? And so that's the sort of thing that I see with this. And, you know, I see it with people with tarot cards, yep. you know, tarot cards, I didn't ever want to market myself as a tarot card reader. I did for a very short period of time, but I didn't want to do it because you got one of two people. It was either the person who wanted you to run their life and came back every week, or it was the person who thought it was a novelty and would take it as a, you know, I paid for my entertainment. Right. And in neither case was it an appropriate dynamic for the work. And so this is where things got a little woogie because it's being treated incorrectly. So whether it's the paranormal investigation, whether it's the haunted house or whether it's the Ouija board or the tarot reading, people are treating this as almost a tourist attraction, which is what sort of lowers that respect level. Yes. And so, you know, you get what you get. Right. Buyer beware. (laughs) (laughs) In some cases, more so than others. Yes. (laughs) Only a humble man can enter, right? Okay. So what we've learned here today then is it's okay to go to a paranormal investigation if you do so with the proper protections in place of yourself, with enough trust of the environment that you're going into and those facilitating that environment, and with the proper level of respect. And having been told in advance whether or not it's poltergeist. Right. And that goes to the respecting the facilitator to ensure that you're not walking into the lion's den. Yeah. Indeed. All right. Well, this wasn't as scary as I expected it to be. I'll tell you, Kelly. <laughs> I'll try harder next. Yeah, time. no, I was I was hoping for something to jump out at us, or maybe maybe I'll edit in a, a some spooky uh, ghost sounds in in the background of this track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything you want to say to wrap up before we head out here? We hit forty thousand downloads. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> but hey, better than never, right? Yep, exactly. So yeah, no, we're super happy and and the we got a massive spike in downloads in the last week and a half or so. So if you're brand new to the podcast, welcome aboard. We're happy to see you. We're hope we hope you enjoy it. Please, please, please put in questions if you have any questions about absolutely anything going on in your life, even if it's super personal. You know, I'm happy we just did an episode that was all about somebody else's questions. So you're right. <laughs> There's a huge amount of information to talk about, and I never know which direction to go unless you give me some help. So please ask some questions. You can ask them either here, uh, well, not here, but you can ask them (laughs) either via email at kelly at kellysparta.com or on the Facebook group at the Spirit Sherpa After Party Facebook group. Spirit Sherpa Podcast After Party. Oh, right. Spirit (laughs) Sherpa Podcast After... I named the damn thing you you did. did Spirit (laughs) Sherpa Podcast After Party uh, Facebook group because I, I just didn't think it was long enough and so but you can absolutely ask questions there if there's anybody from any of the episodes you've heard that you want to interact with all of the people who've been interviewed are in the the after party group and so they're happy to answer questions for you or talk to you you know please let me know if there's anything that you want to know about transformation about magic about your personal path about anything that we've talked about and i'm happy to answer your questions for you And, you know, let us know that you're here. Yes. 
Yeah, and subscribe and rate the podcast yeah. and let us know what you're thinking. And we haven't had a listener profile in a while. We have not. We're gonna we're gonna need that. So if you wanna nominate yourself, why don't you let us know in the Facebook group or email Kelly, Kelly at Kellysparta.com, as she mentioned. The only thing you have to do for a, a profile is just tell us about your spiritual path. If you have been on your spiritual path for a day, then maybe not time yet. But if you've been on your your spiritual path for a year or more, then sure, tell us your story. We'd love to hear it. So, and one last thing before we go, you still going with that special offer for first timers? I am. I am. So I've got the energy scan process that I do, which is basically laying out for you your, I don't know, spiritual report card is probably a good way to look at it. You know, (laughs) it's uh, where are your blocks? Where are things going well? um, What are the blocks and and what blocks relate to each other? And what's the fastest path through to find happiness? And so, you know, I do an energy scan. It's done over the phone. Actually, it's technically over Zoom, but we do it as an audio only so that we can record it. Right. And a lot of people listen to it over and over and over again. So there's that. And it is takes like an hour to an hour and a half, depending on the person and what, what there is. And normally it runs 250 for a session. Mm-hmm. And for first timers only, if this is your first energy scan, it is $150. And I do that because I get that 250 seems like a lot when you haven't had one before. And... It is not. <laughs> Once you get it, you'll be like, oh my God, I just I just did one for somebody who had her first one and she was like, oh my God, this was so valuable. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah, that's what I do. So, And the link for that is in the show notes and has been since Kelly put it up there at the beginning of the year. So check it out there and that's the only place you're going to get it. It's the only place. Yep. Can't get it anywhere else. It's not even on the mailing list. But if you want to join the mailing list, you can do that by going to kellysparta.com. And subscribing there. Lots of good stuff there as well. Just not this. Don't expect this to be there. It's not there. (laughs) All right. That is all that we have time for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta. And you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Trippa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue 
and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.